0: Recording the podcast now, guys. We're talking about Big Trouble in Little China in Phoenix West.
1: Adam Wilcox, Big Trouble in Little China.
2: I'm Big Trouble with a little dick. (laughs) Boy, it's raining cats and dogs outside.
0: You guys said the volumes of everybody. That was way too loud.
1: The girl with
0: green eyes. Look at this. This is you screaming right there.
1: Wow. I mean, it's not tax deductible, is it?
2: I know, I know what you mean. My wife gave it to me for Christmas. Uh, that looked like John Carpenter's EKG reading,
1: <laughs> right after his last cigarette.
0: Your nicotine, the blood ratio is almost exact. It's kind of amazing.
2: <laughs> Your blood is actual smoke.
0: I've never seen it before.
2: I've never
1: seen that before. We catch you open and you smoke out like that guy from Fly <laughs> he's, he's like a, a body bag, that body bag on uh, Blade where they bring it in. It's just they yeah. just throw <laughs> they just throw fucking Donald Logue's charred carcass in a fucking oh, body yeah. bag. Open uh, it up it's like Jesus, that's rank I'm like, these <laughs> fucking EMTs suck so yeah.
0: bad. Oh <laughs> uh, Donald Logue. Guy can't live through anything. Uh, movies I've
1: seen. No, poor guy. He's got the John the John Hurt curse. He had an
2: underrated show back in the days. Uh, what was that called? Um,
1: oh, I, remember, I know what you're talking on, about. Was that in Happily Ever After? Was it that show?
2: No, that was the other show. That was the show with Nikki Cox. He did another show with Nikki Cox. He's
1: yeah. in an episode of X Files. Uh,
2: yeah. Or first season.
1: Yeah. Like Blades, a he's,
2: he's a solid character actor. So he he's just, great he's, in Blade. I fucking oh, love yeah. him in that
1: movie. I'm, <laughs> so gonna, be a every
2: scene. <laughs> I'm gonna be a, a naughty <laughs> vampire god.
0: Grounded for life. That's what it was.
2: Grounded for life. That's that was a good show. show. You're a fuck up, crease <laughs> His pig sticker. <laughs> and that was yeah, shut the fuck up. It's
0: funny that you said that because it wasn't Nikki Cox. It was uh, Lindsay Barlston. Barlston. Make him hurt real bad. But that's that's
2: why I got it confused with that other show because yeah I know the exactly th- same yeah now because she was also in something else wasn't she Um that Nikki Cox was in what, didn't they share a show porn Nikki Cox and that girl they
0: shared Jay Moore it's, yeah porn
2: oh my god um, bones maybe or AIDS I have no idea I have no idea, <sighs> have no
0: idea. anyway <clears throat> today Adam picked Big Trouble in Big Little China trouble. I watched it today I fell asleep today a few times. Have you not seen it before? Or? I've seen it a lot growing up. Yeah, I would say and so. And this is the first time as an adult I would say I watched it. And well, I've watched it many times as an I adult. I was highly fucking irritated by how everyone screams every line of dialogue for two hours or an hour forty. Nobody says a line without screaming it in this movie. They don't shut the
1: fuck up. Are you sure you didn't watch Volcano?
0: <sighs> no, I watched, I watched this and it was fucking irritating. I was very irritated today. Maybe you're just on your
2: pill. You need to take your pill.
1: Yeah, he's on his period. What's you, what you
2: having to drink? A cranberry juice? <laughs> yeah, just Are you on your fucking period? You get I cranberry juice. Right. It's a diuretic. Helps with the period. Smash this into my, my head. My sister
1: drinks it when she's on a period.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now, he's a guy so you can hit. He's a guy you almost can hit. Not exactly a guy you can hit.
1: Well, I'm the guy that tells you who exactly you can hit. Understand?
0: Remember they thought when he, they thought he was a muscular badass and they made him Beowulf? Yeah. <laughs> He's like a <laughs> schlubby dude. He's so chunky. <laughs> oh, I like, love it. I love it. He's great. I love, love it. Are you Beowulf?
2: Ray Winstone's probably one of my favorite character actors ever. He's so great. He's just good and everything. The dude's hilarious. He's great.
1: I can't believe you name-dropped Beowulf, though. <laughs> Woof.
2: <laughs> Be a, be a wolf. wolf. Be a wolf. I, I take it Robert Zemeckis is not going to make anybody's top ten list this month. <laughs> <Right>. well, <laughs> I was just
1: stay, thinking about that. I'm stay like, tuned. on the, that, and then no. no stay no. tuned on the live
0: feed, because I think we're going to do another episode of this podcast of just a different John Carpenter review. And it's just going to be talking about directors because I have no other feed this will fit on, so I'm just going to throw it on this one and call it episode 13. Makes sure. sense? Okay. Nobody cares. So we're going to talk about directors after this. So and, and we're going to give it its own episode. We're going to go in depth. But, okay, Big Trouble in Little China. I was irritated. Um, Adam, you chose it, though. Why don't you go ahead and set it up?
1: Yeah, it's and this was actually originally supposed to be a Western. And the whole premise of it is uh, Cowboy gets captured. Uh, they, they, they steal his horse. And uh, he goes to Chinatown and, and, and runs into all these gangs and uh you know Asian mysticism and all this other kind of stuff and all they did was they updated it for 1986 which is when this came out and uh use Kurt Russell and instead of a horse it's a truck yeah and the whole the whole gist of it is uh kind of like some things that we've watched a series of misfortune events that start with the abduction of a friend of his uh fiance who he just flew in from China She's, she's abducted. They don't exactly tell you why at first. And then not too long after that, they, they go into, to Chinatown, drive into this crazy fucking gang fight that breaks out. And then if you think that shit's crazy, these people appear out of nowhere. They're literally the three storms. They show up and then they kick all the gangsters asses. Okay. And then the truck gets stolen. So they have to go in and find the truck and they, they basically, it's, it's basically a fantasy movie set in Chinatown, which also conveniently has this whole underworld that uh, contains, you know, it, 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 it's it's crazy. It, it's just there's, there's so much absurdity to this, it's pretty much beautiful. I'm glad would you... you, oh, go ahead. I
2: was going to say, what would you consider this, a sci-fi, fantasy, or kung fu movie? Fantasy.
1: Well, that's just it. This is probably John Carpenter's only, first and only kung fu movie. But if you watch old kung fu movies, there is a lot of fantasy in them, a lot of magic, a lot of people flying on wires. I think they up the ante a bit with the fantasy stuff because there are, there are you know 1980s style prosthetic special effects that are in this. Uh, there's some ILM type stuff going on, uh, you know, uh, special effects, and I I consider this more fantasy because. I always say that the 80s was ripe with fantasy, which is why I'm not really into it anymore because I feel like I saw all of that stuff in the 80s, you know, between, you know, the Beastmaster and this and Conan and just name any number of those that came out, uh, you know, Deathstalker or whatever. There there were so many of the sword and the sorcerer, I felt like a lot of them hit the same beats, you know, there was always some special effects, there was always a bad guy to be slain. And magic kind of like was the the bullshit mechanism to get out of any jam that they were in there's some of that in this but i feel like it's it's fun enough that it's set up uh this confused a lot of people because it was marketed as an action movie during a time when rambo pretty much ruled the the landscape and uh our main hero in this kurt russell is not rambo (laughs) in fact he's not even the hero this is role reversal. The actual hero of this story is Wang. So uh, <clears throat> and let me pull up because I never can remember this guy's name. I love him, but I can never remember his name because I'm terrible with this stuff. So I'm gonna pull up
2: the... Eddie something, isn't
1: it? <clears throat> yes, it is Eddie something. Uh,
2: Eddie, Eddie, Lee. Eddie Lee. Eddie Lee.
0: I got it yeah. pulled up, so if you have a question, just ask.
2: Oh, it is Eddie Lee. I thought you were being facetious. No, no. Eddie no, <laughs> oh, no it, the,
0: the actor's name is L.I. The character's name is L.E.E. Oh, there you so, go. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Lou, well, it's Lou in the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Lou Kang. Oh, wait. That's the... Oh, it's Wang.
1: His name's Wang. Wang, that's movie. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, Wang. Yep. Okay. Come on, Damn. Wang. Where's my truck?
2: If
0: I'm being completely honest, here's how I feel about fantasy. Adam, you've seen oh. how I feel about fantasy. We, I fucking, we I, 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 I despise it. I do. So I'm watching this movie, and I'm they show up for that fight there at the funeral, and I'm like, and they all start sh- shooting stuff and 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 spinning in the air, and I'm like, what "The f- holy fuck is happening!" And I'm I'm just all waiting. of us
1: are wrong. The guy's name is Dennis Dunn. <laughs> oh, that's right. right. Yeah, you're right. Oh, you're I'm right. looking at a different Dennis, guy. Yeah, Dennis Dunn. <laughs> Dennis <laughs> Dunn and Kurt Russell are the heroes of it because Dennis Dunn has his uh, fiance taken away. She happens to have green eyes. That's that's kind of played on later in the show. It's actually. Part of the plot points as to why she was abducted. Uh, there, there's, there's a lot of bullshit going on as far as the story goes, because the whole gist of it is, um, I remember his name now, James Hong plays Lopan. Well, I think he's a wonderful villain because he's Absolutely. kind of an asshole. He's kind of funny. He has a lot of tongue-in-cheek humor. He's great in Wayne's um, world. He, he is, yeah, he's extremely old. Okay? And, and Still what happened, alive. Somebody put it. Yeah, somebody put a curse on him that made it to where he has no flesh. He's basically like a phantom. So, check in a minute. Michael
2: Ward whatever comes first.
1: He looks like some crazy old man in a wheelchair and then he just kind of snaps his fingers and then he's this 9-foot tall abomination like this picture that you see behind me here that that's that's the real Lopan, you know, the so there's the the gang lord, the crime lord Lopan and then there's the ancient evil Sorcerer Lopan, they're basically the same guy, it and he is, has to appease a god named Ching Dai it's a, by sacrificing a girl with green eyes. It's a very, to the god it's,
0: to, a, it's a very yeah. intricate curse where he he can have a corporeal body, but it has to be this withered old man with bad makeup in a wheelchair. That's the only yeah. time he can be human. But if he kills a blue or green eyed girl and, and marries her, or some bullshit, he can become he can become human again.
1: Yeah, he has to appease the god Ching Dai, and for some, for whatever reason, it's taken him this fucking long to find a Chinese girl with green eyes, because oh. that's not very common. Kurt so. Russell
0: Kurt Russell has a great line where he's like, I don't buy this, it took you this long to find a green-eyed girl, and he's like, yeah. well, things don't always work out the way you think. He has a funny uh, little...
1: They hit all there. the beats, and yeah. Kurt Russell is a complete doofus in this movie, and I, I love the fact that that's the thing. Uh, this flopped in the theaters when it came out, and it found its, its uh, audience on VHS when Reynolds were kind of new. Yeah. Word of mouth is how this became popular. And ever since, like a lot of John Carter movies that we review, this is also a cult classic. Well, I,
2: I think, um, honestly, this is kind of the fucking blueprint for the next 35 years of entertainment, this movie. Because video games have ached this style yeah. for the last 35 years. I mean, Mortal Kombat it did does influence not a exist lot of things.
1: Without which, uh, oh, I it. did watch the Blu ray prior to this. I saw all the, the commentary with, with Kurt Russell and uh, John Carpenter. Always fun to listen to those two guys. If you see a Blu ray and it has those two guys doing the commentary, even if you're not a commentary guy, listen to those two talk. They're a lot of fun.
0: The, the Raiden for Mortal Kombat looks exactly like the Lightning guy. He, well, has, he has the rice paddy right hat. And verbatim. He, right yeah. down to yeah, the it's, hat. Absolutely. Yeah. I will say this. The special effects on the lightning looked fucking solid. It looked really good. And there's, there's, an, oh, there's a cold opening in this movie where I thought I, ha- I was playing the commentary. Because it starts off with a cop talking. He's like, all right, what are we are going to do here? And I'm like, am I listening to the commentary?
2: Because it starts yeah, yeah, before yeah. you see the characters. Well, I guess that was a last minute addition. Yes, uh, they, 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 they
1: opened yeah. up on that and it says "Well, we're opening up on a cold opening and, and Carpenter just let it go He does not give any fucks when it comes to commentary and talking shit He says yeah. this was not my idea This was the producer's idea because didn't bother me. He watched the print of the movie and he says well this guy is kind of a dumbass isn't he? So they put that scene in there to try to make Kurt Russell seem more heroic and explain it to American audiences Jack They didn't they'd get it
2: well, Jack Burns the
0: hero. I like that he's kind of—he's not. I don't think he's a dumbass. I think he's just like—he doesn't give a shit. He just wants his truck back. That's all he wants. He's like a—he's like if Snake was a trucker. That's really all it is. <laughs> I always got
1: the way. impression he was like a John Wayne. Like he was really playing John Wayne as John Wayne. Yeah, he's totally—he's emulating John Wayne in this movie. Yeah. I always hear he that. Makes but... his own rules. Nobody's going to tell him what to do, and most of the time he's kind of a dumbass you know what I mean like it 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 it, because the 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 producer was like well he's not very good is he like they they just audiences didn't get that they didn't understand that he's not Rambo and the, the 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 ongoing joke is is that Wang is the hero yes and Kurt Russell thinks he's the hero Wang knows he's the sidekick But he plays into Kurt Russell's fantasy because he needs somebody to help him do a thing. Is the only one? Even if it's minimal,
0: the only one who does anything against the villains is Wang. Kurt Russell literally does nothing against them. He shoots a brick in the in the ceiling and gets knocked out by it. Like he does, he could essentially
1: yeah. not exist in this movie, yes. and it would have had the exact same outcome. Lo- that's what I love about it. That's, what I lo- that's what makes yeah, that it's yeah, it's great. It's fucking funny. But you gotta realize that's people like... like it now. But in 1986, they didn't get that. They just and also this this went, uh according to the commentary. This went against aliens that same summer. There was there you no go. fucking way you're gonna take away from that. Yeah. So, yeah. but it, poor John Carpenter has had a long history of going against way bigger, more popular movies launching them at the same time and losing big time because the thing lost to et that that year so
0: it, it kind of goes in the same pantheon with a, a big lebowski where it's like main characters who have no real outcome in the ending and just kind of are along for the ride the only difference is this character karossa's character jack burton is like super gung-ho and he's like let's do it and then he does nothing for the whole fucking movie <laughs> he, just,
1: he just keeps fucking up and making excuses and then he fucks up some more i mean he does have at least one heroic moment in the movie i'm not going to spoil that just yet because we're not that far into it but other than that he got really lucky you know yeah i mean there's like there's like one good thing that he can do and they they, they kind of show that early in the film that he's really quick with reflexes yeah because he literally catches a bottle of beer that uh wang is trying there wang is a degenerate gambler all right he's he gambling away his whole fucking paycheck he says nothing wait a minute or double? double or nothing i can cut this bottle in half i wish he. Said, he's like you're full of shit
0: <laughs> i wish he said double or nothing they say nothing or double i'm like oh nothing that, or double that hits yep. the ear wrong
1: that hit the ear wrong for you yeah i was like oh it's the other way around wang come on so he says all right but not that bottle this bottle he sits there and he, he Slaps it and then he and Kurt Russell just catches the ball. He's like, eh, It's all in the reflexes. You know? I thought he was gonna and, set it
0: down and then, as he's putting the money in his pocket, it was gonna fall over and then he cut it in half, but no. But it sets up nicely that Wang might not be everything he claims to be, but he ends up being everything he claims to be.
1: Yeah, and uh, uh, Dennis Dunn knows absolutely no martial arts whatsoever, but somehow he he sold that in this movie that he's pretty much a kung fu expert. You know, by by the end of the movie, he's kung fuing everybody. Well, that's because uh, they
2: drank that potion that Egg Shen
1: gave him. Yeah. Egg Shen is a fantastic character. Now that's the guy that we're talking. About. That's Victor Wong. His yeah. name I can always remember because whenever Victor Wong is in something, I'm like, oh look, it's Egg Shen. I feel confident. That was the first thing I'd ever seen him in. I feel so. really confident. I just feel like uh, <laughs> yeah, <calm. laughs> they're all stoned in the elevator. And the guy, yeah.
0: the guy with one eye open, does a wink somehow yeah like, how do you manage that his eyes are already <laughs> he's closed he's
1: got a fantastic <laughs> wink doesn't he he's no, if, we're, if we're not backed
2: by don call the president <laughs> yeah. he
1: he's got he's got he does the Force whitaker eye better than forrest whitaker well first Present magic.
2: <laughs> magic um
0: oh, there's so many thoughts i had in a row and they're all gone <laughs> But the uh,
1: there's again, a lot of story, but I don't feel like there's so much story that you can't follow along with what's going on. I, I have a, a lot question. of it just kind of doesn't matter. Yeah.
2: That's very simple. They're going to go save the girl. That's it. It's I, you're going to the evil sorcerer to save the girl, rescue the princess. That's the story. Whatever is superfluous. It's just that's ex, it. Except for the fact that Kim
1: Cattrall is in this story too. Well, she kind of doesn't really need to be there. Except for, for the fact really that
2: there's sh- there's two
0: main characters with two princesses.
2: That's fine because one of them is Kim Cattrall and she's fucking hot. But I feel she like is really a hottie. Yeah.
0: did they mention in the commentary? I'm curious how how That's do I, how do I describe sense? this? How do I describe this? Because it should just be uh, this Asian guy, this Chinese guy is is learning this is all real and he should be going into this to fight them and overcome it. Really simple, right? But I feel like they had to throw a white guy in there to lead the movie. And did they talk about that at all in the commentary?
1: The only thing they talked about in the commentary because that that was the funny thing about this particular commentary is they went way off the rails for a long time on this this movie talking about everything but the fucking movie that they were watching and uh while they went off the rails they were talking about how when this came out everybody's ass was on the line because john carpenter had had a series of flops kurt russell had had a series of flops and this movie didn't recoup its funds at the box office. It they spent twenty million on the movie, and five million—no, three. Sorry, three million was the budget for marketing on this movie. Christine didn't make any money. Christine was after this. No, it was before. No,
2: no was that, I think was it wasn't.
1: Was it before? Uh, yeah.
2: Okay. It, John Carpenter didn't have like. I mean, they were not successful, but they weren't like. Bombs like they made money, but not no, enough. yeah,
1: because you're right, yeah, because because Christine was successful, but the ones that he had yeah. done before that, his penance was he 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 wanted to do a kung fu movie, and the reason he got this this movie was because he'd done special effects on the thing, so they knew that he knew how to work, with, yeah effects artists and stuff like but it was that. But going in, how we got the job
0: going in order from like the 80s it was the fog in 80 escape from new york 81
1: yeah he started um, off really strong the thing in 82 kind of,
0: christine was 83 starman was 84 so maybe they're simply
1: going off that i think starman Star Star made, Man. made money yeah starman actually did make money so he, i've he never was, seen but,
2: it um well, guess what I get to pick next week.
1: <laughs> there you go. I think he's going to pick Starman. I
0: already know what I want to pick. A week after that,
2: Elvis. Ooh, I thought about Elvis. Funny but... thing
1: about Elvis. Funny thing about Elvis. He got that job. That was a, a TV one. He got that earlier on. That's when he yes. first worked with Kurt Russell. Yeah. He got that job because the producer says, "Oh, he did his own soundtrack for Halloween, so he knows about music."
2: Oh yeah, I'm not surprised. That's by that.
1: literally how he got the job. That's how dumb yeah. producers are. Okay, oh, so. Hollywood is dumb
2: as shit. Two
1: hours and 48
0: <laughs> so, minutes. I don't know if I'm, I want to. I want to choose that, but I don't want to watch that yet. It's a
1: mini. It's a mini series.
2: Yeah. That's why it's so long. I just uh, that's uh,
1: that's a lot Elvis there. I, I so. hear it's really
2: good though. I've heard nothing but good things about it. it just, right it's, at it's the a, end. It's a, yeah, it's a good uh, show. And Kurt Russell does a very good Elvis. He's very good.
1: Kurt Russell is a good actor, and uh, I'll say Car- this: you know, they're 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 big fans of each other. <clears throat> Kurt Russell and John Carver they work together five times, and and they 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 always listening to them talk is amazing. When when I, three
0: children together. When I was watching this movie, I the only thought I had really was, A, I hate fantasy," and the other one was, "If it weren't for Kurt Russell, this movie would be so forgotten. Nobody would ever watch it, ever."
1: I don't know about that. Well, you're kind of right about that, because this movie is meant to emulate a lot of, like, the old, and I used to watch these movies. I I couldn't tell you the titles of them, because uh, me and a buddy of mine, we used to get uh, ripped, we'd go to the fucking video store, you could rent Kung Fu flicks for three cents a piece. So we would buy, like, three or four of these things, get a fucking case of beer, and just get ripped, run, drunk, and watch these Kung Fu movies. They're all fucking ridiculous. They're I mean, all the just same. absolutely off the wall. They're like this, okay? The, the stories yeah. are even goofier than this one. So, what this was, was I didn't know this until I listened to the commentary that John Carpenter is a big fan of kung fu movies. He knows a lot about them. And I never would have guessed that. Like and the RZA. Was, <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, the RZA, you knew. You know, I mean, their whole band was based on kung right. fu flicks. But, but John Carpenter, I wasn't expecting that. So, and he said what he understood about kung fu was that kung fu got started because uh farmers in china would get attacked by uh marauders from the north yeah and they didn't know how to fight so they had to learn a fighting technique where they could use tools and uh that's why you get a lot of the weapons look kind of like rakes and and uh backhoes and and farm tools i saw army
2: of darkness yeah. The whole point oh, of the
1: kung fu is is to to disorient your enemy so much that you can beat the shit out of them. is is how kung fu got started. And their kung fu in China is basically our Western. So, uh, you know, because Western's not their thing, so their thing is old <clears throat> kung fu movies.
0: So. Yeah, Westerns are basically remakes of, uh, you know, samurai movies. Kurosawa. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, no, technically <laughs> the good ones. Anyway, that's yeah.
2: that's the reverse, actually. Um I think um I'm thinking Leone. Leone ripped off Kurosawa. Yeah. That's, and Kurosawa yeah. sued his ass. That's
0: literally what I said.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> that's all right. Um yeah, it's it's a, it's the same same Yojimbo. principle in the middle of nowhere. These, this person has to save it. I mean you know, seven samurai you know, Magnificent Seven is the Seven Samurai. And then yeah, uh, the Yojimbo, or St. Ger- was, was Yojimbo, right,
1: was made as uh, Also, Last know, Man Standing is the exact same story as, again, yeah. not yeah, as good, really. but, uh... He's yeah. nothing <laughs> so, without his
2: guns. He's nothing without yeah. his guns.
0: That movie. That fucking movie.
1: Terrence Hill! Top ten great directors. <laughs> so, so John Carpenter was excited because he could have a movie where he could have people flying on wires, and he wanted to do a little bit more of it. But he says these people are not used to making these kind of movies, and I didn't want to hurt my actors, so we only did X amount of. But th- there's there's enough of it to where it's serviceable. I mean, it's not going to be like was, crouching was, tiger, hidden dragon, but you know, it, it's it's serviceable. I have a well, question. He, goes,
2: oh. he was uh, twenty years ahead of his time because Matrix got the Wu-Ping brothers and that's all right the, history now. Kung
1: Fu is definitely westernized now but yeah when this came out it really wasn't thought of and when I even when I was watching it we you know we were renting these things we couldn't pronounce half the fucking ones that we rented we just uh, we look at the back of the box like oh this one looks nuts let's get this one and you know this, this was like early 90s we were coming into this shit, you know and uh, tarantino embraced it too with with fucking kill bill he made his kung fu movie you know and he, he was a big fan of the stuff too you know he, he's, he's <clears throat> talking about sonny chiba through most of true romance so
0: and it's funny that he <clears throat> kind of combines both of the things we're talking about he does both sam like samurai stuff or, or ninja stuff and western the second one yeah. is a lot of western stuff with a lot of sergio leone type music like any marcon music throughout it so he, he was aware of that and just did both it's interesting but um how do i how do i describe this movie um it reminded me of the goonies and by that i mean everyone's fucking screaming the entire movie and i was like
1: shut (laughs) not quite that bad because this one you can at least hear the dialogue goonies they're literally talking over each other the entire time
0: but I was I like, hate The Goonies. Yeah. I fucking hate that movie, dude. You're not alone. The Goonies and Hook are movies that when you watch when you're <laughs> yes, six, you're like, that was a pretty good movie, and you watch it... <laughs>
1: Those are not fun. Three this years later, year you're like, these well. are
0: terrible. The Goonies I can kind of watch, though, but Hook is unwatchable now for me. It's just uh, it's so bad. But uh,
1: I would have to say that this one is probably, other than, say, Escape from L.A., probably Carpenter's most action-packed movie because this movie never slows down assault it's on, constantly going yeah, yeah
0: that's true assault on Precinct 13 even though it was early still had a lot of action in it enough
1: it builds up to it but yeah it's not through the whole thing yeah this that, one that's hits what i'm saying it's
0: running. this yeah. one definitely yeah i was I, I, probably correct i don't imagine there was a lot of action in elvis
2: um that's where you're wrong <laughs> <laughs> they live they live they live's a good action movie yeah
1: there's quite a bit in that yeah yeah but uh, I, 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 this is one of my top tier Carpenter movies, believe it or not. I, you know, I, it, it's got most of his music in it, which is good because that was one of my biggest gripes about ski from L.A. is it's not Carpenter music, it, it, so much in the score is it's buy this band CD. Now buy this band CD. Now buy this band CD. Hey, buy the soundtrack. It you wasn't mean, as bad. Now that, that was
2: the nineties. Not, not how, they not did as, a lot of that. Not, not as were, bad they as they
1: were borrowing that from Tarantino.
0: Ghost of Mars is way worse for that.
2: Oh yeah. absolutely! <laughs> like, uh, uh. wake up, fuckers! <laughs> Didn't the action scenes Nancy coming. Do the soundtrack for *Ghost of Mars*?
0: Either that or like fucking Slipknot or something. It was fucking yeah, it was terrible. Not
2: good.
1: That that new metal shit from the early late '90s, early 2000s. Woof, woof!
2: I paid four dollars for that fucking movie to
0: rent or to yeah. buy. Oh, sorry. Yeah, well, now yeah, you got the thumb yeah. drive. You got all of them. And speaking of, when is my package getting here? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I haven't mailed it yet. I'm
1: gonna do it tw- tomorrow, ah, Friday. Don't, don't. slacker. Fucking
0: slacker. <laughs> that shit going on? There's too much is, going on. You told me that was coming, and every time I hear a do- like a package or a, someone drive by outside, I'm like, yeah.
2: <laughs> is it- well, I'm glad you're excited for something. In <laughs> your is life. that my
0: dick box? My dick in a box? <laughs>
2: dick in a box.
1: Running to the door, barking.
2: <laughs> and you are in for a treat. That's all I will say.
0: <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, okay, <laughs> so big box. this movie, Adam, you said it's top tier. Um yeah, I stopped here. I I loved this movie as a kid. I loved it. And I watched it all the time. And I did not enjoy my viewing experience today, but I also did enjoy it at the same time. Is that I don't I I feel so weird about describing this movie cuz I do think it's a good movie. I just I realized there's more fantasy than I remember and I fucking hate fantasy and I'm sitting there I'm like Ugh. my eyes glazed over anytime they talked about the fantasy and I'm like ah and then there's an action sequence with Kurt Russell, and I'm like, yeah,
1: there we go. This and is the I, movie that I always bring up when I say that, you know, because this gets talked about a lot on some of my other shows, too. Is Everybody's so big on the 80s. The 80s this, 80s that, 80s, 80s, 80s. Well, 80s. stuff like this would never get made now. There's no fucking way this would ever see the light of day. It's amazing that it saw the light of day in the 80s, but the reason so many of the 80s movies are popular is because back then... You rolled the dice. You took a chance. They lost money on this movie when it initially came out. And I guess this this movie has you know one of the things that they had said, uh, Kurt Russell and John Carpenter said, well, did this movie? You think this movie ever recouped its funds? You know, and and Car- Carpenter said, well, I never saw any of it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I never got any of it. So that's all I know. <laughs> and uh, the other thing, the other takeaway that they had mentioned is a lot of people just assume. That those two guys were always successful, but when when this came out, both of those guys had had a significant amount of flops, you know. So this was a gamble.
2: Well, at the at the time though, before the movie came out, the the test screenings were so a buzz because everyone loved it. They thought, oh, this is gonna be the biggest film of the year. Because yeah, they they, 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 they really said, talked it up like it yeah. was gonna
1: be the biggest thing of the year, and and, and I think. Marketing was a better. detriment. Yeah, and
2: Carpenter K- knew better because he was just like, "Yeah, we'll, we'll see." <laughs>
0: yeah, I've been down this road fifteen times because we'll see, everybody
2: okay. was behind the thing at Universal. Yeah, and you know, it's everybody weird. Loved it, but then it was a giant bomb because it was just not. I mean, I don't, I don't think a general... They
1: described it as being thing. too vulgar. I'm so sorry I missed that podcast. I was really looking forward to talking about The Thing. Well, now's your chance. I couldn't make that one. Now's I, I, your I'm chance. I'm uh, bummed that I couldn't make that one. I had so many things I could say about The Thing. I would turn this entire show and talk about The Thing. I'm not going to do that, though. You know what? Uh, take, this, a, this, take
0: a few minutes, because I was going to have you on to talk about it, because I know you chose that one. But, yeah, just give it a, a I rating. I, and, I was and, very
1: excited about that, because that particular movie is my number one favorite John Carpenter movie. That is the top of the top tier. Yeah. And the reason for that being is because that movie, in my opinion, of all the horror movies I've ever seen, that one terrified the living shit out of me the absolute most. Um, from the gore to the to the sheer idea that they are not only suffering from uh, panic Paranoia. And, and fear and phobia... Paranoia. They're also suffering from cabin fever. These fuckers are, are in a, an arctic little shithole somewhere. and They're not exactly happy to be there. Like I'm trying to think how did these do these people like all get on the prison release program to get here because they're not happy to be there. They've all been there too long. So they're all half nuts anyway, and then this shit happens and who the hell do you, you possibly explain something like this to? You can't. And they're all suffering from their own paranoid psychosis, especially Wilford Brimley. The best performance I've ever seen him do in anything, literally ever. He steals every fucking scene. Yeah. Like, I buy him as a scientist more than anybody else in this movie. You know what I mean? So
2: I'm okay now. <laughs> Can I come back in? I'm all right
1: now. He's got a fucking news hanging. He's yelling through, it. I'm all better now. <laughs> fucking news hanging. The world's smallest noose, too. Don't, don't trust Clark. But it was like a
0: noose where he had to sit there. Like, it's so low to the ground, he would have had to, like, sit on the God. ground to hang himself.
1: There are scenes in that movie, guys, that it burned un- onto my fucking cerebral cortex. One of the ones that bothers me the most. Just fucking gives me goosebumps every time. It's the part where the one guy is, like, half-formed and his arms still look like a fucking creature monster and he's just sitting there with that unholy fucking scream and then they light him up that fucking like really gave me goose it still does just talking about it It gives me goosebumps on the back of my neck Uh, i watched that movie when i was probably about 13 years old i didn't see it the theater because i wasn't allowed to see r-rated movies until later uh watch it on hbo or cinemax or whatever in the middle of the afternoon in the middle of summer and i had nightmares about that movie for months Months that movie fucked me up. I still say it's the scariest fucking movie ever made. It's brilliant. It's fucking perfect. This is not perfect because, and you brought up a good point, Phoenix, and I can see your aggravation. Magic is not one of my favorite things in movies. Uh, And part of my problem with magic in movies is they don't ever set it up properly. They use it as a bullshit mechanism to get out of a sticky situation. There you go
0: oh uh, that's all i'm gonna play yeah it's, it's
1: that it, right. yeah the the fucking spider head that's another one there's just there's mm. there is some the, the whole thing with the dogs it's oh god that's fucking
2: fucking kidding me yeah. and it just is, their
1: whole cavalier attitude about everything too is they feel like real people you it know is what I mean?
0: carpenter's They're masterpiece people
1: it is his masterpiece and it's a shame that that one didn't find it I'm glad it found its audience now but Carpenter was just a guy that was ahead of his time and you know I'm not going to sit here and act like he's the greatest director ever he's just my favorite director because he's a minimalist and he's proud of it he's not the type of guy that's going to act like he's better than he really is he admits that he's not a good writer he doesn't like to write he usually goes off other people's scripts he has written things before but most of the stuff that he wrote are things that emulate things that he likes like he kind of borrows a lot from hitchcock when he writes things like he he does a lot of stuff with the like the the captain voyeur and the the uh, someone's watching me he wrote that that's all hitchcock stuff you know what i mean yeah it's not original content it's good but it's he doesn't act like he's a good writer he doesn't claim to be but sometimes his minimal, his minimal approach is, is his, his attitude towards everything is less is more. And on most of his features, the ones that I love, it works for me anyway.
0: Part so. of what I like about his simplicity with the writing, it's not even the ones he wrote like this one, is you, you don't feel like you're setting up characters and then here we go. It feels like these characters have existed, which sounds like an obvious note and that's how everything should be, but that is not how everything is for movies like that's creators. funny that you
1: brought that up because we've talked about on the carpenter reviews a lot that carpenter's achilles heel is he doesn't do really well with characters and this is one where i feel like they, these characters are very memorable especially yeah. egg shin you look one at that guy once and you're like yeah he's seen some shit." yeah <laughs> that's usually my exactly. that's usually the best thing a character actor if he looks like he's seen some shit, and you buy it then he's played it right. Same with uh, a Vic, uh, yeah, Victor Wong and uh, James Hong, a Lopan. He's done some shit. You look at him, you know he's he's up to some shit.
0: But just think about just like the uh, first fucking look. It's kind of like the Indiana Jones thing where. It, it just feel it cuts in. It, there's Indiana Jones. He's doing his thing. You get his character right off the bat. Same thing with Snake right. Plissken. He shows up and you get him by looking right at him. Mm-hmm. That's it. He, a,
1: he gives you just enough detail to yes. where you understand this character and who he is. I don't it's need to know he was
0: know. married and like I don't need to know that shit. I don't need any backstory. I yeah. just need to know. Does he, he collect stamps? He's you know, a he's a real he person. Furries, you know. Yeah, he's a real person in this universe, and that's all he gives you. And he moves yeah. the fuck on because we're all we're off to some other scene. And that's all Carpenter ever gives you. Like in that, in uh what was that movie that we did? Uh, Prince of Darkness. Seven different women. We didn't know who the fuck they were.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that was one of the ones that really pushed it, I think. Because yeah. in that particular movie, I can't tell you a single name of any character They in that even
0: movie. make a joke out not of it. Not one.
1: They make a joke <laughs> out of it. Like, they're just letting you know, we're not going to try. Don't give a characters. shit. <laughs> Here's this guy, and there's that guy. Shut up and watch. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, something like The Thing and something like this. You remember all those characters. You know what they were about. And they're played a certain way because they're going to react to a certain situation a certain way. So I like all the characters in this movie. I can't really complain about any one of them. I can, however, complain about this Blu-ray. And I'm sorry for the audio people that are not watching this. But this is... I hate it when people do this shit with Blu-rays, like they make up their own their own art. This is a bad Photoshop here. This guy right here, that's the guy from um get that to focus. He was in die hard. He's the guy that steals a candy candy bar. bar He has (laughs) no role in this movie. You see him once. Why is he on the fucking box? You know what I mean? Like I get why he's here. You know, I'm looking at Raiden and I'm looking at Lopan. And I'm looking at the girl with the green eyes, but what the fuck does he have to do with anything?
2: He's more or less a very famous uh, fight choreographer. Oh, he's, in every, he's barely he's in the action. movie. He's <laughs> in every action movie. He's in Lethal Weapon too. He's in every. He's, single, le- yeah, he's action the guy doing movie.
1: the torture in Lethal yeah. Weapon.
2: Yeah, I'm sorry, guy. When he goes, I'm sorry, pal. i got to finish you off. And then Riggs kills him with his legs.
1: That just tells me that whoever put this together didn't fucking watch the movie. You know what I mean? They were just doing a job that day. I Open used to up have Photoshop, that. save, done.
2: I used to yeah. have that Blu-ray, got rid of it, and I got the Shot Factory or Arrow video. I one. need I
1: right. want to get the Arrow one for this. Because I, I rid- actually I enjoyed the features on this enough that I, like, I wish I had more of that. You know what I mean? This is not like...
2: I think it's more or less I, the same stuff, though.
1: Probably. Yeah, you're, you're probably. Because the the Blu-ray disc, does your Blu-ray disc have, like, little fortune cookies on there, and you open it up and it has different stuff?
2: I don't know. I, have, I, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't opened it yet. It's
1: okay, still on, still the menu, yeah, on the menu, there all of the little things are in fortune cookies, and I think it's kind of fun because some of the little fortune cookies that you click on <laughs> just have, like, a little saying on them, and it doesn't actually do anything. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, ah, funny. Like, keep trying or something like that, so...
0: I I went to the video store today, uh, Zia Records, out here in Phoenix, and I was so excited because I haven't been in, like, eight months. And I was like, I have my list, this giant list. I mean, look, it's, um, let's see here. Like, it's all Nick Cage, Carpenter, and Frankenheimer movies. And I went through every single aisle of that store, didn't find one. Yeah, Does that suck? And I was like, how the fuck are there none? And I ended up buying... uh, a. Usual Suspects on Blu-ray because I, I want to watch that movie again. Well, Amazon's your best bet for shit. Yeah, I know. Amazon I, is the best for movies I now. like going to the video, like the store, the I news know, record store too, and yeah. walking around and, and getting that uh, smell and you see the old copies and,
2: and nothing. Yeah, I, fucking nothing. Me, I, that's why I go to the thrift stores. They got Blu-rays. Thrift and DVDs. stores. I've, I have found uh, gold at thrift stores for a dollar. Another good a one is uh,
1: if you have a super Barnes and Noble near you, they usually have a pretty decent movie selection inside, especially at all. with the, the Criterion stuff.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Criterion. They do like uh, uh, buy one get one. Yes, you know, they oh, have
1: yeah. a buy one get one, and I usually load up on all the ones that I've been wanting all year long. I want Manchurian
0: Candidate on Blu-ray or the Criterion. I
1: want Donnie Darko. Oh I yeah, that, that one too. Yeah, Donnie Darko's coming on in Arrow, I think, or Criterion, uh, or one of those two. and
2: uh, It's got to uh, be Arrow, I'm sure. Yeah, that so makes more sense. I,
1: it, 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 one of those two. I got it on my wish list. but Donnie Darko's yeah, a movie that,
0: where I'm waiting for them, for people to be like, eh, hey, it wasn't that great. I'm like, you know how movies, they, they do that little cycle where... It comes out, nobody watches it. Everyone loves it, and all of a sudden, everyone starts to hate it. I'm waiting for that, and it hasn't happened yet, and I'm surprised. What, no, Darko? yeah, yeah Darko. No, I think, I think, I think it,
1: it happened. I think it happened ten years ago. You no, know, it happened
0: with *Budok Saint*. That, that movie Saints.
1: gets better with repeat viewings of that one. Every time I watch it, I notice something different that I that I didn't notice about it. Before it's and just, I like it. Even R-
2: Richard more. Richard Kelly's career didn't quite take yeah, off. Like that, yeah, yeah. Other than that, he
0: he's, he has one of those movies that we were going to talk about on Twilight own review, which is he did a Richard Matheson uh the it's the called box. the box yeah which it, which we are doing i believe that is going to be the episode on may 12th it was called button oh. button, button 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 yeah i think that's a, kind of the same idea where they have a button they can press to kill someone
1: yeah so, yeah. so you, you know what's one? funny about that list that list that the size of that list that you showed me i made a similar list when i watched that, that documentary uh electric boogaloo the wild untold story of Canon yeah. films I made a list of all these movies that they were talking about in the movie. I'm like, oh, I want to see that. I want to see that I want to see that because they're all fucking terrible. and I'm like, that looks amazing. I want to see that long ass list cannot find those fucking movies anywhere HBO
2: That's... Max HBO Max has a spattering of some of them So uh, they have a couple of the Charles Bronson bad ones. Yeah.
1: It's impossible to find all the canon movies. It just really is. Well, so when you find one, you found gold.
0: I'm the so. person you need to get a hold of. You won't have physical copies, but I can find you mo- a lot of those movies. So. <laughs> I'll,
1: I'll I'll find that list and I'll send it yeah, to you. Yeah, send it it's, to it's me. It's pretty lengthy. So, There's a chance
0: know, I have cool. about a third of it.
1: In fact, I, I might have to fork you a couple of dollars to make it worth your while because it's a pretty long list. Hey, as long
0: as you send me a, a disc drive, a thumb drive, I'll, yeah, I'll put whatever done, on there. I, I don't need done. money. <laughs>
1: I would love to get Barfly. Yeah.
2: I-, I wish Barfly would get a special edition release because Barfly is actually a good movie. Is that the Mickey Rourke one? Yeah. that's Bukowski script, and it's directed by a foreign guy, and it's just bleak. It's a bleak Well, it's Bukowski. Movie. Of course, it's bleak. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, <laughs>
0: ooh, They made a movie about uh, Charles Bukowski a while ago.
2: Yeah, Factotum.
0: No, they did a different one, too. Um, Ugh, they did a few. It was. um. Who the fuck was in that?
2: Matt Dillon was in Factotum. Oh, the other one was uh, uh, that skinny kid. Matt Dillon or Kevin Dillon? Oh, uh, most Matt Dillon for sure. <laughs> Kevin <laughs> Dillon couldn't touch that shit. Kill Your Idols, I think it's called. Uh, Was it Nicholas Holt? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there'd be a Nicholas Holt movie. It is.
1: This is the closest thing I have to a Canon Films collection. Look at that. I found this at Walmart for $5. <laughs> Death Wish, Death Wish Two, Missing in Action, Missing in Action Two, Braddock, Missing in Action Three, Cyborg, wow. Invasion USA, Exterminator Two, and Ninja Three: The Domination. That's the real Wow. Music. Ninja Three: The Domination is maze balls. That movie is fucking magical.
2: I posted a bunch of clips from that on Facebook not too long ago because it was uh... on uh, HD net. This is a
1: two discer
2: no Nicholas
0: Holtz and kill your friends I think this was okay. like a uh, Harry Potter or something.
2: It's, well, I'm sure it's some some skinny Brit.
1: See all them Canon logos? It's a beautiful thing right there.
2: <laughs> I think there's a there's um there's a story where where Sean Penn got pissed off at Bukowski because he was flirting with Robin Wright his wife. And, like, Bukowski, like, just looked at Sean Penn because Sean Penn was trying to fight him or something. And Bukowski just, like, cut him in half with a look. being like, yeah, right, kid. Good luck hitting me. Like, you little shit. Like, you don't fuck with Bukowski. No. Even though if he did cut him with something, he'd probably bleed out fucking cheap wine. And he's not going to give a shit. No, he don't feel no pain. I've read a lot of his stuff. He's fucking beautiful. I guess, it, uh, maybe it wasn't
0: based on him, but anyway.
1: Bukowski's out
0: there.
1: I guess if I had any complaints about Big Trouble, it would be the magic is not set up properly. Like, they just kind of pull yeah. these things. Most of it they use for LOL, so that's kind of okay. But it just seems like they kind of conveniently pull a power out of nowhere. It's like, oh, well, he can do that now, too. But yet these people can still be killed by conventional means. So it's like, wait, what? You know? <laughs>
2: Well, a lot of them committed
0: suicide. Okay. No, I found yeah. it. It's called "Kill Your Darlings," but it's not about Bukowski. It's uh, Allen Ginsberg and uh, Jack Kerouac and William Burroughs. Oh. Everyone yeah. but him. So, right. Yeah. But I, I just assumed he was in there. I watched most uh, of it, and I was like, eh, "It's okay." But it's hard to find. I got. Uh, I got. Um, what's
2: that? Uh, Jack Kerouac book. Um, his famous book. What's it called? The Road
0: or oh, fuck whatever. Oh, it's not the Road. That's a. Dennis. That's Carl McCarthy, but um, yeah. oh fuck! I forgot. I'm sorry. I try to read it. Adam, like, I it. agree with you though. The the magic is just set up in in two two little sentences. There's magic. I I don't believe in it, but here we are. Piss it, man. kung fu fight, and you're like, oh. They do
1: the- say something very funny in the commentary. They say, okay, here's the part where you're either going to go with it or you're just <laughs> completely put off by it, and it's yeah. right at the beginning. It's right when the three storms show up. And they do that little thing with a knife. The, they jump forward first, do a forward flip, and then throw these fucking daggers. And they're yes. like, either you're going to go with this or you're done at this point. I you know, was
0: already that. done by that point. So
1: Yeah, and then all,
2: all those guys in that scene, they get killed and they show up later in the movie. <laughs> they really do, yeah. But cute. that's fine. Like, I don't mind. Like, Okay. I, I'm fine with that. Big Terminal China is not a serious movie. It's a fun action That's movie.
1: what makes kind of all this work, is the fact yeah. that there's no part yeah. in this movie where they're, they're taking anything remotely yeah. seriously. The Everything's magic, played for laughs.
2: The magic doesn't bother me. It's a fucking fantasy. I accept that the first ten seconds of the movie where he has lightning come out of his dick. Yeah, it's like I get it. It's an action. <laughs> now movie. let me ask it's you fantastic.
1: this: does Does that first scene in the movie bother you? Do you feel like that just kind of takes away from it, or um, honestly,
2: asking? I think I never remembered it. I, I think um,
1: no memory of it. When I I, either.
2: when I always watched it, I just immediately kind of go to the beginning i always
1: thought that the movie started it he's just driving the truck and he's doing you're on the pork chop express you know uh."
0: but you gotta think that's how kids see movies and because when i watch predator i go wait they show the spacecraft in the beginning like oh i don't remember that at all no that
1: pissed a lot of people off i know but as a kid you
0: feel like that gave away too much as a kid you're not you're not watching that scene no. Because you're like, ah, but, uh, right. Oh, Producers
1: treat their audiences like they're children. And the, what's funny about that is you and I, as children, we're not interested by that part of it. Yeah. They, well, they,
2: cause they're fucking <laughs> idiots. Well, yeah. the problem is the producers not, are idiots. Are not as
1: dumb as producers think that they are.
0: No, it's yeah. the executives. The executives watch it and tell the producers to add that shit because the executives are idiots or they assume everyone are idiots, which makes well, them they idiots. They are blithering
2: so, fucking retards. Shane you know? Black put it perfectly when he talked about that. He goes, look, Hollywood is, is the studio system is basically a, a meeting and everybody comes to this meeting at the end of the week and all the producers who work there are they're going to lose their job next week. So all they have to do is basically raise their hand and say something stupid to prove that they care. And that's why you have this unending stream of shit. And it's just like, they want to show off that they're smart or something. So that shit spills
1: over into the writer's rooms too. Right. Well, because, well, because
2: the writers want to work. The what's the writer going to do? Yeah, I'm going to do my own thing. Never work in that town again. It only
0: works no. if you get a on a TV show. If you get a showrunner that goes, I don't give a well, shit yeah. what they say. We're not doing that.
2: Well, yeah, well, TV's the writers' forum. They own yeah. that, and, and that's the way that goes. Movies, but movies is a completely different bag.
0: Which sucks because movies should be that way because it's you get know, one shot. You're not getting seasons worth of shows. You're well, the getting WGA one shot.
2: Fuck themselves so bad in their negotiations every time. It's like it's an anti it's like a antithesis union. They they hate themselves. It's really ridiculous what the WGA does to itself. I mean, it's disgusting. Well, maybe that's so why they whatever. keep fucking striking every three and a half years. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's <laughs> just, everyone's it's like, "What are you doing?" Whole other story. It's a whole other issue. Yeah. But for me, <clears throat> Big Trouble, I grew up with this movie, so I've always loved it. It's one of those movies that you know I can't. Bat- I-, I love it unabashedly. Love it. I- I've always loved it. I've seen it a thousand times. My little this is a guilty pleasure. It a thousand for sure. times. Yeah. yeah. So like when I when I was done watching it, he watched it, and it's like this constant. It's like a passing of the torch movie. Yeah. So like, if you have kids, well, the kids watch it, they'll love it.
0: I think it's more fun if you are a kid.
2: Yeah, I would it's, absolutely. It's almost
0: John Carpenter's kid movie where they say goddamn yeah. 75 times.
2: I don't fight with that.
0: <laughs> he says it so many times in this movie. <laughs> Kurt Russell's every other word is goddamn.
2: Goddamn. Hey, Wayne. Yeah. I just, I love the part where, uh, uh where they're, um, Oh, God, I lost my train of thought because I'm getting tired. Well, let me uh. let me wrap up uh, a couple things.
0: Um, I, I would agree with you, Dick. It, it, I, I grew up in this movie as well, but then I like stopped watching it, like yeah. 10, 12, somewhere in there, somewhere in that age range. As an adult, I, I don't have any, uh, I don't put any weight in nostalgia. So I watched this movie, and I'm like, I love this as a kid, and I'm fucking irritated now. But I still like it. I do like this movie. I, I mean, if I sound like I'm down on it, it's not as bad as it sounds. But I was highly irritated by how everyone screams in every scene. I did end up giving it a six because I do like the movie. I don't love it. But six six for a movie, I like it. I, I wish it was a lot better. I wish I wasn't irritated. And I don't know what else to say. I, I, I think if I were to rate it as a kid, like if I was eight, and rated it, I'd be like, "That's a fucking solid. That's a 10. But as an adult, well, the, pro- the problem with you is you don't like whimsy. That's true, but I no, I do like whimsy. There <laughs> it is. I it just, I, I just hate fan. I hate fantasy. I really do. So, and I don't remember. Yeah, to- there
1: is a lot of fantasy in this, and I and I can agree with you on on, on that level. Uh, if you if you're not into fantasy, that, I mean, I'm hard on fantasy as much as you are. Hard on, but I'll be the first to admit that I like some of fantasy, some of it. I don't. A little bit. I, I don't own a lot of it, but yeah. this one here, I'm the opposite of you guys. I'll put this on about once or twice a year when I can't figure out what I want to watch. This kind of fits the bill. Like, hmm, I don't really want action. I want something kind of offbeat, something kind of funny, something I can just zone. big trouble putting it on. Oh,
2: yeah, no, I, I love this movie. Don't get me. I give it an eight. I love Big Trouble in China. So eight eight for me. Definitely, it's a fun movie. Not nostalgia talking because I've seen it since. Yeah. It's a funny movie. It's got that's funny just shit. It. Yeah, it, it it's, does. It's, it, it's funny.
1: My first time is... I watched this was with my mom, and she laughed so hard at that scene where they're underneath it. The, they are they go to this ridiculous, absurd underworld where there's like all this fog and shit for no reason underneath. You know, hell of the fucking upside Chinatown down
2: sinners. Hell
1: of upside down sinners, and this fucking <laughs> giant fly comes out of the side of the wall. And he goes, "You'll come out no more," and he throws a fucking thing. And that's part of the love hate relationship I have this movie. What is that thing? Where did it come from? What just fucking happened? And all you get is Kurt Russell saying, What? Huh? What won't come out no more? Every time you want to get mad about something in this movie, (laughs) they play it up for laughs. And you just forget about it and you move on. It's like, either you're going to go with this or you're done with this fucking movie. This ain't your show. My problem is, I
0: didn't laugh at all until the second half of the movie. Which which is Kurt Russell just going? What the fuck is going? Like what? How? How? And when <laughs> the eyeball a
1: lot of him being lost when the yeah.
0: when the D and D eyeball comes out and it's doing a uh, it's it's doing eggs voice. What is that? He, yeah. he shoots Love. it and he goes. We well, don't know what right. you try? <laughs> so he shoots it and nothing. And do happens. you know
1: they spent three hundred thousand dollars building that thing just so they can have one fucking moment with that? There's that, there's that's, two. That's movie kill magic, man. They, they kill yeah, it they, later. They, They show it, and then later they kill it. This thing's just floating around. It shouldn't exist for any reason. There's such a thin line between absurdity and magic and mysticism and what is reality. Also, I like the sets. Like, his wedding set is made out of, like, fucking, like, the kind of neon you'd see on the seedy side of Vegas. You know, I mean... There's no reason why that shit should be there. It looks like it belongs to a Spinal Tap concert, you know. It's got this big fucking skull with all this neon shit all over it. It's like if you could ever get a time capsule of the '80s, it's this moment right here. But I'm also happy that this movie exists because you don't really get stuff like this anymore. Or if you do, you have to dig for it. Like somebody has to tell you about it. Like, well, that movie's made, but it's like an anime or it's a foreign fucking movie in a different language or this kind of shit doesn't get pushed to the mainstream because people don't gamble nowadays. They're just, they're afraid of losing money. And well, the, the irony of that is yeah, the stuff it, that they're remaking that flops anyway.
2: Well, the, the ironic part is Big Chung, Channel Channel, like I said, last 35 years is the mainstream. This was what, it, this is what essentially all the video game people grew up on. And you can tell because yep. everybody shaping pulp culture right now, knows this movie and you can see yeah. it in everything that you see from it's, it's not this that's, dragons, the, that's the that's the everything.
1: unfortunate part about it it's not the fun underground thing to talk about anymore it's like everybody has seen this movie so now oh, yeah. it's mainstream but you know if, if we were a bunch of hipsters that would be something to complain about but we're not you know yeah. I, mean, I i i love this movie I. I this is a nine for me, it's it's a top tier, it's not perfect, but I'm happy it exists. I'm happy that they weren't trying to set up sequels with it. They never had any intention of ever making Big Trouble 2. Uh, even as we speak, they're trying to find some fucking way to remake this, and it will suck. I guarantee, of course. it will suck. I don't care who's in it or who's directing it, it's gonna blow. This is one of those things like Ghostbusters where you can only pull this off once. It's just, like, the right combination of weirdness and kung fu and a little bit of horror mixed in at the same time. You're not going to get away with this shit again.
2: I do
0: want to say, jumping in the air and swinging swords at each other is not the most efficient way to try to kill someone. No. Hero. Uh, Remember Hero Dick? That's a good movie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's that's one of my favorite movies, actually. And that's... uh, I feel the same way, but that's kind of part of the storytelling. But this, I'm like, that's... maybe stand on the ground when he when he kills the what's his, <laughs> Uh the rain guy? He kills the rain guy. He stabbing him.
2: I have the uh, high that's ground. Just,
1: that's one of those things that irritates me about this movie as an adult. Okay, it's like you're watching this and you're trying to be like, wait a minute now, like these guys can float through walls, fly down and up into the air on lightning, but you can just shoot them. Or fucking throw a knife at them and they just die. Well, they they mean, do, You're like they, gods one minute, and the next minute they just die by well, conventional that, means. That, that There's was, no fucking rhyme or reason to it.
2: They do explain that though, because remember in the movie where Egg Shen goes, remember you can't hurt uh, Lo Pan until he's human until he, until he does he the
0: ceremony. Yeah, he has to. He cuts her finger. He cuts her arm by sticking a little needle into it, and then suddenly his hands start bleeding.
1: That is set up properly. Yeah. But what about the the three storms? They all go out like bitches. Uh, well,
2: here's the thing: the three storms. What if it's illusion? It's magic. It's illusion. It's a lie. They're showing off. It's all an illusion. They're magicians. They're not. They're illusionists. They're not really that powerful.
1: No, they pretty much take the girl with the green eyes and they fly up into the air. Because I love yeah. that shot. He goes up, and then you see him going even farther.
2: He rides the lightning.
1: That's fine. That doesn't okay. mean you can't shoot them with a bullet. The also, they, they set it up years. in the beginning. that They're in the alley, and the gangsters all shoot at the guys, and they just stand there like...
0: I don't disagree.
1: Bulletproof. No, but Bulletproof. then again, those guys that they killed in the alley come back in the last act, so they didn't die either.
2: Oh,
0: Aha! Uh-huh. I, I, uh, one last thing I have. I was so like eyes glazing over when they start introducing this shit, and the, the gangs are all fighting, and... The, I didn't realize there was three. No, I I agree. I, I'm wrong here. It has a much higher rain than I gave it. But no, I, I'm kidding. I'm
2: no, kidding. no,
0: I'm 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 not. People fucking love it. I I I I know why you guys like it. I do. I get it. And I wish I felt that way still, but I just didn't. But I, w- I was watching it. and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And I had to look in Wikipedia and go, oh, there's there's representations of storm like lightning and rain, and I didn't get any of that. I was so glazed out glazed over that I just, nothing got through to me. When he sits down in the wheelchair and they have a wheelchair conversation with Egg and they're talking, I, I was I was falling asleep. I was so bored.
2: <laughs> what time did you watch this movie?
0: Oh, 3 PM.
2: That's a, that's nap time. That's a nap It was hour. nap time. Yeah, it's a nap an hour. But <laughs> <nap
1: hour>. this, <laughs> this is a late night fucking drive in movie. No, but, and that's kind of why I like but, Carpenter, is he makes these weird kind of movies that you don't get you know th- this is something you would see like in a in a CD cinema somewhere not in the fucking cineplex
0: i don't blame know? carpenter for that i blame just the genre and the, the the script for me that's my detriment what ruins it for me is the genre i don't like fantasy the script i feel like it should have been better set up yeah what the fuck is happening and then ultimately, it doesn't even matter after that one scene. It doesn't even matter.
1: It kind of no. doesn't. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that one. The 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 plot of how to get from A to B. It's like Dick's End. save the girl, kill the bad guy. Yeah, If you can get that far into it, you know, you know enough. Okay, you know.
0: is in another castle. That's all I need to say.
1: <laughs> Pretty do you much.
2: Do you think this is the hottest Kim Cattrall's ever looked in oh, this movie. Oh,
0: thank you for bringing her up. Mannequin
2: mannequin's pretty tight yeah mannequin's pretty close i think mannequin's mannequin
1: no yeah. she was pretty smoking in sex in the city i didn't watch the show but no, I, no, I watched the production show. stills I'm i watched like, the she show looks
0: good the show's yeah. pretty good i like sex in the city what i heard
1: yeah i never watched it but she, um, she's very well kept yeah. i
2: heard she's a cunt but
0: yeah definitely a cunt but my yeah. thought is she's a terrible fucking actress in this movie
1: Oh, absolutely! She I'm glad that you brought that up she too, because her—I guess her role was the—the uh, the writer was on this back when he had the writers on the set, and they kept reducing her role because she's the terrible, uh, the writer did not like her whatsoever.
2: Uh, um, which is amazing. I, I will argue that
1: oh, I don't think she's a bad actress necessarily, but she's not necessary in this movie. Her character really does nothing. Here's an honest but, question: other than make a potential love interest. For Kurt Russell, which they play that up for laughs too, because she winds up being pretty much nothing.
0: Yeah, he is yeah, That's
1: that, that's a that's something I noticed this time when I watched it. I never thought about that. before she gives him the cold shoulder at the beginning of the movie, and he repays the favor at the very end of the movie. That's after why she's finally I like it. Him. That's why I That's like awesome. It. Yeah. It's awesome. Can I bring up that's a couple of
0: questions? A couple questions I have about King Control's character. <laughs> A, she's introduced in the airport. Uh, Wayne goes, she's she's not worth the trouble. Don't bother. And then Kurt Russell goes, trouble, and walks over there to her. And then, the, you know, kidnapping happens. She shows up at the house later like she's always lived there. And he just doesn't go, how the fuck are you here? Why are you here? He just goes, hey, miss me? And I'm like, yeah. why is she here? I was so confused.
2: I wouldn't ask that. I'd be like, I'd be the same thing. Be, oh, fuck, she's here. And i do not going to go find this bitch. But I'd be like, you, you were
0: shit-talking her wing. Why is she in your fucking house?
1: I, I like why how the the, the matron D of the restaurant just shows up in like the second act, and then he's <laughs> yeah. like an integral part of the fucking fighter crew. Like He just happens to know how to use weapons and i'm like where the fuck did you find this guy he's the matron d of a chinese restaurant in chinatown he's not exactly setting the world on fire who the fuck is it? there's a lot of that in this movie you just don't know where these things come from not everything is set up properly but my favorite setup though is the whole great six demon bag what do i do drink
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah that's what i thought he goes that's yeah. what i thought yeah
1: that's how I feel about every uh, movie. I'm like, let me guess. You're going to drink the thing and become invisible? Yeah, what the fuck ever. I was watching you know. this
0: and I go, I would be the worst main character in this storyline because I'd be like, oh, I don't give a shit.
1: Uh,
2: I just don't <laughs> care, man.
1: Let me guess. There's a magic sword that I have to draw from a stone. You know, I, I've seen yeah, this movie before. Bill right?
2: Murray, Ghostbusters, same character. He don't give a shit. Uh, yes, no, but, he's but, that character.
0: but Bill Murray was there as a pussy hound. This guy is just there to save his truck. So well, he, you say he pussy actually, <laughs>
2: that's
1: the You're, only thing worry, he accomplished. a
2: rapist or because he's more of a rapist. He, he but, had a
0: chance to he, rape her but there's too many people in there.
1: If that's you've seen dark. the movie, he does kill no Pan <laughs> by throwing a knife at his fucking yep, head. Yeah, so it, it, and that, he, that's the only thing he's ever been good at in this whole movie. Is it's all in the reflexes. He, and does, and he says it again, and then he yeah, denies
0: he denies Kim control when she's like, "Or you could get a big cabin in the back of the truck for two people." He's like, "I'll think about it." Bye yeah are are you gonna are you gonna kiss her nah
1: (laughs) when he comes out of the elevator before he kills david lopan he has a kiss with kim cattrall in the elevator and she looks smoking hot in that dress by the way and then she kisses him and he's got lipstick all over his fucking face and that was a last minute decision that they just decided to leave that shit on there like, all right, either we're going to commit to this or we're not. So, all right, fine, we're committing to it. Well, it's funny. And it she she it. runs in and wipes it. She, off. she wipes it off just before yeah. the very end. But he, but he's trying to do his tough talk with fucking yeah. lipstick all over his face. Great. That's funny shit. This, I like that. I appreciate those. The second
0: tattoos. half of this movie, I would give an eight. The first yeah. half, though, it's like a four for me. So that's why I wind up at a six.
1: Is it because it's so there's so much confusion in the beginning Yes. Like they really they, think, they don't they don't set things up until like the middle of the fucking movie.
0: I just okay. think it's sloppy in the beginning for me. I was like what the fuck is going on and there's this like shit happening I'm like I, I don't know why I'm supposed to fe- what I'm supposed to feel about this why it's happening I don't know anything happening. I'm just here. I'm along da, for the ride and I don't know why I'm here for this ride. Like I got in a car and nobody told me where we're going.
2: Poor Chop Express is going to take you there.
1: Yeah, he's, he's kind of using the CB as his own fucking podcast slash yeah, radio show. I was thinking show, that, too. You know, just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, what asshole is listening to this guy just fucking ramble on about God knows he's, what? His you know. tinfoil
0: conspiracy is just <laughs> 9-11 with yes, an inside job. Yes, the
1: check is in the mail. <laughs> You're gonna,
0: the lizard people are taking over. You'll get it. He's doing Dude, that shit. Water's
2: show. making the frogs gay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: The friggin' frogs are gay. If it, see
1: if it got remade, that's what it'd be. It'd be a guy talking into a little, little fucking microphone doing conspiracy theory. Podcasts. I would
0: love to every see every fucking Alex,
1: movie has that shit in there now. It's a shot-for-shot shot
0: remake that, with Alex Jones. <laughs> please, that is <laughs> a fucking
1: do. trope, like a motherfucker. They got that same trope in the new fucking King Kong uh, Godzilla movie. There's a fucking conspiracy I, theory podcaster in there. I'm like, I have oh, yet really, to see any, any I think Godzilla it was, movies. Uh, that's that. Ice
2: Cube's son. Oh, it's no, it's O'Shea Jackson Jr. No. Yeah, he's in a
1: bunch yeah, of Yeah, O'Shea stuff. Jackson Jr. I, I would know because he looks exactly like
2: Ice. Yeah, Cube. he does. He, yeah.
0: And he's a good actor.
2: <laughs> he's a good he actor, was yeah. Wonderful
1: and okay. straight out of Compton. It's true.
0: Yeah. Okay, guys, let's get out of here before we ramble on. But um, Dick, it's your pick, it's the Dick Pick next week. What are you picking for episode 14, which will end up being next podcast? Is gonna be our top ten directors. Next live show is gonna be Dick Pick. What are you choosing here? So what, for 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 John Carpenter movie. John Carpenter movie. What are you picking here? Oh fuck! Um,
2: you didn't. Wow.
1: I thought you had it all set up. That's why I you, sent it you to you disappointed earlier. Disappointed me, Dick. I know. <laughs> he's, uh, he's
2: like, well, there's next week. <laughs> oh, let's do cigarette burns. I want to do cigarette burns. Okay. Good choice. That's a. We'll do that.
0: None of us have seen that.
2: Yeah, I no. think you'll enjoy that one. And I imagine I've it's just
0: it's just an hour and a half or, or an hour because it's a it's a master's of Yeah, it's, horror. it's an hour episode, so, yeah. This will kind of work for anthology series and and John Carpenter view, but I I picture yeah, cigarette, cigarette C- burns is just an hour of a one static shot of John Carpenter's couch.
2: And it doesn't <laughs> yeah, move. Me,
0: but... You need to see well, little cigarette holes. cigarette
2: burns it, is a reference to a film. It's a yeah, I, cigarette I get burns is the film, yeah. I get it. I'm telling the audience. <laughs> what it, what it, what is
0: pro-life a reference to?
2: That one is stupid. I didn't like that one. I I like this one way better.
0: Oh, you've seen cigarette burns.
2: I've seen cigarette burns. Yeah, so it's I, pretty. You interesting. agree
0: when I said none of us have seen it, and you said yeah.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> okay.
0: I, I've seen it. Okay. I thought I, I had the it.
2: Bag I, is. I, I didn't buy it. I thought I had it. I guess I didn't because I don't have it. I can't find it.
0: All right, I'm curious because I've yet to see it. Adam has yet to see it.
2: Yeah, I'm curious one. to see what you guys think. So, yeah, me it's, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's only an even hour. No
1: audience listening. Even though I'm a huge John Carpenter fan, I have not seen all of his stuff because not all of it is readily available to the consumer. And some of it I'm afraid to buy because... Yes. I watched Dark Star, and for my sins, I saw Dark Star.
2: Yes. So. I'm glad we watched Dark Star.
1: It's out of the we way. Got that out, I'm we glad. got that out of the way early, didn't we? It's like
2: yeah. when they
0: had, you had to do your presentations in front of the class in school. I always go yes. first because I'm like, it's fucking out. out. of the way, I can sit back and relax, fold my arms, and go, you fucking idiot.
2: Well, I think it's really, I would have been...
1: Oh, sorry. Go
2: ahead. I was going to say, we make Dan O'Bannon an adjective. <laughs> we
1: do. You know, as funny as. Dan O'Bannon comes up a lot in the fucking movies we watch on my channel. So it's like, yeah. what is it? It's like we're stalking Dan O'Bannon here. We're not doing it intentionally. That's O'Bannonites. Just, he writes a lot of trash. So, all right, I'd have been pissed if I was in a John Carpenter class and I would have picked Darkstar as my project like, yeah. for my thesis. <laughs> I'd have been like, oh my god, I have to quit. I have to drop the class. That's all there is to
0: doing. Yeah. <laughs> Or you're just like, no, I give up. Or you just bring in a yoga ball and fill it with stuff, and you're like, it's that creature. <laughs> yeah, just, it's that creature. I just do this for
1: an hour. A fucking hour. <laughs> ah, ball it's chasing around. me through have, an elevator I shaft.
2: Have, I still have nightmares about being uh, late on a class project that I need to do and I did the night before. I
1: have that nightmare too, dude. Yeah, like I, um, I missed a homework assignment. It's like really major. I, I a can't
0: graduate.
2: Day.
1: You know
0: what's oh, weird? Yeah, My dreams that. about that are... They're like, you didn't do your project. I go, okay, cool. I didn't do it. And I walk out and I go to the locker. And I, my nightmare is I don't know my locker combination. I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. like. <laughs> because in high school, if you were to ask me what my locker combination is, I go, I have no idea. I get yeah. up to the cu- yeah. key thing and I know it. But I don't know it. Outside yeah, of yeah, that. Yeah. Outside of like a, th- it's like a Wi-Fi signal. And only within six inches of the locker. I have no idea what it is beyond that.
1: Yeah, dream last night that I missed the school bus, and I'm trying to figure <laughs> out a way to get to school on time by folding time in half so that I can get to school. Wow, on time. you're doing like quantum my physics. Dumbass missed the bus. Yeah. You watch
0: too much Star Trek.
1: Okay, probably.
0: Let's get out of here, guys, so we can talk about directors. Um, next episode of the podcast, top ten directors. Uh, next episode of the li- Sorry, live show. Oh, both really, but next live show we do next week is going to be whatever the fuck Dick just chose. Cigarette burns. Yeah. So join us then next next Wednesday, uh, same time, same bat time, same bat channel. Yada yada yada. Um, liwstudios.com for me. that's all I'll say.
1: will dot com. We still got one more Kurt Russell movie left to do in the Carpenter set.
0: And one. it's gonna be like Russian Roulette. It's gonna be it's gonna be hard <laughs> to get through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: it
2: okay, be... It's been good. It's good. It's just long. Well, it's a TV. Okay. Said. Dick. Dick plug, Dick plug. Dick plug. <laughs> Dick. go. Dick plug us. I'm going to plug uh, the the in Wonderland Elvis show coming up.
0: Great. I uh, can't like wait to do ish. that show. It's, you're probably not wrong. i probably end up doing it. Um, yeah. Anyway, until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West.
2: Adam Wilcox. Dick,
0: dick, yeah. So long, citizens. So long, John Carpenter. See you next time. Cigarette burns. Don't fill us.